Hello, ladies. This is Amika Adams, the first, and I want to say thank you for tapping into the Cinderella Effect. And I am excited about my first new guest here, and her name is Edwina Perrin. And I am excited to hear all about her qualifications, excited to hear about her mission that she has with God. And also, I am excited about meeting her. She actually jumped in on to the actual, um, I would say, my fish line to ask someone to um, interview. So I'm so grateful that she is wanting to come in and be on the podcast on today and share with you what she has to bring to the table. I am super excited and let's um, go ahead and jump in and see what she has for us today. Hi, Edwina. Hello. Hello. How are you? How are you? I'm just excited to be your first guest. It's an honor to be your first guest. This is exciting to me and we're practicing social distancing. So using technology to our advantage. You are so funny. You know how um, I am so excited because I met you on the um, Coachpreneur online. So this is awesome how we're getting connected this way to actually jump out there and be coaches. It is. It is. It is so. It, it is. Um, and it's great to make connections. Oftentimes, I tell people your your friends are not going to be the ones that you see every day or can just drive an hour to. Sometimes it's going to be virtual. You know that you meet someone through a group. So I'm just excited about that. And sometimes that's where you find your tribe. You know through other groups and connections that you may have. Exactly. Especially now that we're dealing with this you know, staying at home situation with the coronavirus. So I wanted to know, um, how are you doing these days during this uh, time of staying home and the social distancing? Um, I have been dealing with a little overwhelming, being overwhelmed, um, not being able to go see my dad and my grandmother. Um, My mom passed three years ago, so I have to constantly check in with my dad two to three times a day. Um, because all of his activities were stopped. Like he, um, he still is doing meals on wheels. He's, I mean, my dad is young. He's 65, but he's in the house by himself. My brother lives in Columbia and I live in, um, Greenville. So it's not like we're right around the block and just say, Hey, how are you doing? Um, so just checking on the both of them, um, just trying to make sure that they are doing well, um, and we probably could go visiting, but my son and I have been quarantined at our, only at our house since whenever they told us that, you know, we were quarantined. So we have not been out. So I just made just pull in the driveway, blow the horn, and say, "Hey, Dad, brought you this," and just kind of talk like that. Just don't you just don't know. Oh yeah, and that's good. You're doing the right thing. So you know, as long as he's staying healthy and you know keeping that social distancing to. Uh, make sure that he's okay. So you're doing the right thing. That's good to hear yeah. on your end. Well, I'm glad because I wanted to know that about you. And um, let's see what I have here now. Tell us more about yourself. Like, what do you do and what's your mission that God has for you to do? Okay. Well, um, 
I am an ordained minister, um, so I am Reverend Edwina Perrin. I'm not one that's hung up in titles. So if you say Edwina, you say Edwina, I'm good. Um, so I am an ordained minister, um, and I have um, an online church that my pastor birthed in me long before this social distancing was coming. It's called Divine and God Ministries. He birthed this wow. March of 2014, and I've been online doing <laughs> Facebook since then. <laughs> wow. Yes. So I have about, it's about, it's a, I, I like to say I have 640 members at, at my church. <laughs> what? So, you need um, to teach me. I'm telling you. Great. <laughs> yes. Yeah, so, um, but um, during the day, um, my, I call it my tuition to support my business. I um, am the district math coordinator in Sparberg District 5, um, so I work there and um, I oversee the math curriculum in the district. I have one son who's 20, he's a um, rising junior at Winthrop University, but of course he's having to do it virtual. He's been home since I think like March the 13th, um, oh, wow. so he's an only child. He um, uh-huh. so. Uh, I am the oldest of two, so I have a brother um, okay. that is younger than me, and, and then I have, uh, how many? I have three nephews, I have a niece and three nephews, well, two nephews and a great nephew. So it's just <laughs> exciting, exciting, exciting. Um, but yeah, mm. I've been doing Divine God Ministries, which is a global ministry. Um, it's empowered to, to teach believers how to strengthen their prayer life and to fill their spiritual arsenal with scriptures and prayer to combat the enemy. So that's what I do. I equip my, I, my online church. I equip them with prayers, and um, I do a Tuesday talk every Tuesday at 8 o'clock. Well, we come on and we have church. And if it's not okay. church, we have a speaker. So I had a speaker last week on there talking about you know, your anxiety, how to combat anxiety during COVID-19. So I have a lot going on. Good. <laughs> wow. Well, maybe you can invite me because I'm an evangelist and an elder too. So let me know if you want me to come online. <laughs> That's fine. Oh, That's great. We definitely, will, we will talk about setting that up for you to come on. I would love to. I'm to the point now that I'm ready to have more guests. I had guests. On my Tuesday talk, okay. but now I'm in a season that God is asking me to invite more, um, to give uh, mm. other people, you know, an opportunity to, you know, grow their ministry as well as for other people to hear other people's voice that they can trust. Yes. That sounds like it's right on time. Really, right now, I'm just like, whoa, look at God changing in this um, podcast because I was wondering how I could help um in the ministry with my evangelism um and speaking online and with you you're just sparking that to help me to jump out on faith because i'm like i know i have a wonderful um way of teaching that is creative with props and everything and um i just got ordained in 2018 and i'm like uh i need to use this even though i'm not out there so that is going to be great once we connect. I am super excited about that. So thank yes, you. Yes, yes. So let's get into some questions here. Let's get started. Okay. So what what new beliefs, like in the past five years, in the last five years, 
uh, behavior or habits have you most improved um, in your life? I would have to say um, my confidence in myself has improved my self-efficacy. Believing that I can be successful to whatever I put my hands to, providing I invite God in it. So uh, mm. my confidence, my confidence and my faith, uh, I, it is just new. It's on another level at this point. And my confidence in that, you know what, that if God gives it to me, he'll walk me through it. And learning that, you know, I just have to trust him, uh, trust the process, um, and not be so uh, quick to be, oh, my God, it didn't work out just because it didn't work on the first time. And because what I'm learning that when it doesn't work the first time, He's connecting me with other people. Even when, you know, I don't like to see things so much as failures as it is experiences. I don't like to say mistakes, they're experiences, because I grow from that. So one of the things that has truly, truly improved um, is just that I am enough. That's my new belief. I am enough. With God on my side, I am enough. Amen. Um, and And that I don't need... I don't need validation. Validation is for parking. I always tell people, I've been vindicated. <laughs> because I've been vindicated, I don't need to be validated by people. Whether I have 640 people or whether I'm, the, you know, like the other person that has 5,000 people. I am happy with God gives me to, you know, minister to in that group. So I've just learned I am enough with God on my side. So that's my new belief. And once Ooh. I learned that, my self-esteem improved, my confidence improved, but also my self-efficacy, the, the ability to believe that I can be successful with God in it, I have nothing to worry about. Woo, you just preached right there. That was so good, <laughs> and you just blessed me. I'm like, taking notes. Come on now. Man, you are on yeah, fire. I always tell people, always tell people, validation is for parking. That's when you go take your car to be validated. You give them the key and all of that. I don't need to give anybody a key when my key is Jesus. Whatever I want, whatever I call, whatever I put my mind on, it gives me power to tread over scorpions and snakes. And yes. that power, I've learned to walk in it, not just in my ministry, okay. but in my life. Not just in my life, but even on my job. I mean, I've, I've just come to walk like... Devil, you cannot win. You won't win. Mm. You might try, but you won't win. Woo, you just helped me right there with my situation. I won't go there, but that, that really blessed me. I'll talk to you later about that. Look at God. So on this avenue, girl, you are some powerful, something powerful. Okay, so now let's get into this other question I have here is, what advice would you give your 21-year-old self? This is a good one. The advice that I would give my 21-year-old self is that I am somebody that I, mm. you know, that that I am value. I'm a value. I have value. And to not give mm-hmm. your value away and to learn to be Ooh. discerning, be discerning and, and, and yeah. you know, don't connect yourself to everybody. And, and here's one thing that I truly have learned is that everything that looks like it's gold is not gold. 
and I had to get mm-hmm. to that. So if I could go back to 21 at USC Aiken in Aiken, South Carolina, I would tell myself that, that you are somebody and to be discerning of who you connect yourself with because who you connect with, you know, it, it depends on your life because you can be connected to the wrong thing. And, you know, people will say they got your back, but they don't have your back. They have a knife in your back. Um, and they won't, they won't be there for you. Yeah, they won't be there for you. So that's one of the things that if I could talk to my 21-year-old self, that would definitely be one of the things. <laughs> Woo, I know that's right. That's a real good thing. That's for real. A lot of people can relate to that, too. So I know you're helping some people right there on that question with your answer. Now I got yes, another yes. one. Okay. <laughs> you are on fire. Last three years, what have you been better at saying no to? And in the last year and in the last 30 days. <laughs> oh, my God. So I'm going to go here because I believe in helping and healing people. I believe in allowing God to use me. In the last three years, what I've become better at saying no is toxic relationships, whether it's male or female. Woo! Lord have mercy. Come on. I Come on. grown <laughs> to know that when I have grown so much in God, I know when you for me and when you're not for me. So when I know yes. that you don't have my best interest, here's the thing that people have to understand. When you like to crack a little joke, like I had somebody crack a joke. They were like, girl, you know, you wearing that little hairdo. I listen to words when they say you wearing that little new hairdo. She said, you wearing that little new hairdo. She said, I like that little dress you got on. I watch for adjectives like that. Adjectives like that mm-hmm. let me know how your heart really is. Because if you like yeah. it, you just say, girl, you wearing that hairdo. Girl, I like that dress, mm-hmm. but why you got to throw the word little in there? Because um, that let me, yeah. that negates your entire compliment. So in the last three mm-hmm. years, I've just learned to know who to be connected to. I've learned that, you know, um, I don't have to surround myself with people that I live in a town with, that some of my dearest friends are going to be people from other places, other states. Mm-hmm. Because I've come to people mm-hmm. don't have your best interest. They see mm-hmm. the story, uh, or they see the glory, but they don't know the story. They don't know the warfare. They don't know the warfare Woo-hoo. that your child dealt with. They don't know the warfare Woo. that he dealing with. And then they look at you like, girl, you got all this, and you know you ain't married, and you get to do what you want to do. And you don't know that sometimes I cry because when my son is at college and I'm so sick and can't get out of bed, there's nobody here to bring me orange juice and a towel. No, I have to struggle and get up myself to get that. And I'm just yep, not that. to be um, admire and, and want to be somebody else. Be me. That's one yeah. of the things. Um, and you said, I think you said in the last year, one of the other things that I've yeah. learned in the last year is that I'm just, my ministry is just as powerful in God as anybody else's ministry. It's just that I am just anointed. I had to learn that Thank in a hard way. I was all I was thinking like, oh my God, I don't have five thousand followers and and all of this. But you can be anointed and can be nasty. You can be anointed and have no fire. You you, you can you know what I'm I, you know what I'm saying. I've seen so many people that got the calling, but there's no anointing there. Um, you know, you got a jacked up attitude, or if you don't have makeup on and Mac and all of this, you know. 
you know, you're not in there. Because, you know, I, I believe in, in don't, and don't get me wrong, I believe in supporting everybody. I believe in supporting people's ministry. I believe in supporting you. I'm mm-hmm. that raw rock cheerleader. I'm going to go for you. What you mm-hmm. need, if I can help you, I'm going to be there. But I am That's not going to be anybody doing that. You're not going to use me. Exactly. You're not going to, yeah. you're not going to leak off me. You're not going to suck me dry. <laughs> um, and when we can hey, learn man. to say that, yeah, because some people, they, this is what they do. They will use your anointing, mm. whether it's in the church or out of the church. They'll use you like a yeah. dog They'll take you, squeeze everything yes. out of you and throw you in yes. the sink. Throw you away. away. Yes. Woo, they will you throw you crazy. away. Yes, and in the last 30 days that I've learned is be still and listen. I had to, uh, and I'm getting ready to post my video shortly because I do a weekend word for worship on Saturdays um, on my Divine God Ministries page. And the weekend word for worship is a word that God gives me to begin to set people's atmosphere for worship on Sunday morning. You know, just getting yourself nine. So the day God gave me, he said, listen. I said, listen. He said, listen. And I said, listen. And I was just beginning to talk back to God. And I said, listen. He said, listen again. And it hit me immediately. The Holy Spirit said the word listen uses the same words as silent. He said, in order to listen, you got to be silent. And this is a season that people need to listen. They need to get quiet, be silent, and Ooh. listen to my voice. And I said, oh, my God. He said, the reason why, <laughs> he said, the reason why some of us can't get to our goal and can't get to our desires and can't receive our desires because we're too busy talking. And so uh, I'm going to post my video with that weekend word for worship because people need to hear that. We talk too much. Um, whether you're telling your friends, your family, and let me go there. Sometimes your family is the killers and not your friends. You have to be careful. Your family. Every family member won't understand your calling. They won't understand what God is calling you to do. Because every like child, I remember. Well, I remember too. You know what I'm saying? So I know. So if I remember, that, I mean, I know that I know that I know that I know that God can change me. So I've come in the last 30 days to listen, listen, and get silent. <laughs> Come on, we just screaming. You are good. You just took my podcast to the next level. <laughs> I feel that thing. Yeah. yeah, because we talk too much. Ooh. We tell people too many about our plans and, you know, yeah. I've, just, I've just learned that everybody does not have your best interest or either they'll take your idea and run it. You'll be like, oh, my God, I share my idea and they doing it. So, exactly. you know. <laughs> That's too funny you said that because. I had actually shared with someone, uh, it was a few people in my, my little small group, and I had said, you know, because um, I, uh, I had, you know, this Cinderella effect. So I said that I was going to do some ballroom dancing, because that's where I got my uh, gift from. So I was like, yeah, let's, let's put together a ballroom dancing event, and let's call it the Cinderella effect. Do you know they had used that on an interview with someone that launched their book? And they were like, yeah, hmm, it sounds like to me that you're doing the Cinderella effect. It sounds like the Cinderella effect you're doing. I'm like, what? She just took it from me. 
So I'm like, yeah. no, no, I'm about to um, run with this. But I got the actual um, domain name, so they can't steal it that much. But this is what God gave me. But I was like, I got to be quiet. Oh, man. Yes, you have so to you be right. quiet. And you know what? What they try to, even if they try to go copy it, it won't be successful because I can oh. speak from experience. I did Tuesday talks and I had been doing Tuesday talks for a year. And the next thing I know, another girl was doing Tuesday talks. And I said, God, I'm not going to drink because you gave me this. Her Tuesday talks lasted for two Tuesdays because it's a lot of work. I've been doing Tuesday talks. What? 17, it'll be uh, two years, September the 21st. Um, it's, it's a lot to wow. prepare because you got to prepare your message. Hers lasted for two days. Okay, so I had another girl to do her Tuesday talk, and she was naming it, and I'm not going to call her name because she put her name yeah. in front of it because it started with a T, and she connected oh. it to the Tuesday talk. So guess what? It didn't last. And I said, God, I'm so glad that I've matured, that I didn't get upset. I didn't want to tell nobody else because I just said, God, you gave me that. And I said, God, when you give me something, there's nothing that anybody can do. They can't steal it. They can't duplicate it. They can't copy it because you gave me authentic yeah. anointing for Tuesday talk. Yeah. So, you know, I just learned mm-hmm. when you authentic and have authenticity, and when the anointing is on your life, because again, I have to go at this. So many people have, they have the anointing, but ain't no power there. And I know that wasn't grammatical oh. or correct, but ain't no power there. Ain't no power. You're anointed and you ain't got no power because you're so busy trying to outdo me or you're trying to outdo Amika or you, you're trying to outdo the next right. evangelist or the next elder. You know, stay in your lane where accidents don't happen. Ooh. Man, I did not know this interview was going to go like this. I'm excited to get to know you better. Oh, my goodness. So, uh, the last, I'm not mad that this is almost over. But what do you feel like um, was your Cinderella effect moment um, of realizing that you're worth it? Because that's what God ended up showing me when I was going through my divorce in the, on the ballroom dance floor. He showed me that I was worth it. Um, God started dealing with me back in 2017 after my mom passed. Um, my mom passed abruptly. She was on dialysis, but we never thought that she just, you know, her health would just go down like that. And during that time after her death, um, I became, and you know, I just believed in helping people. I became clinically depressed and I didn't deal with it. Um, and then after that, my son went to college. So my son went to college and it was like the devil was got in my head, was telling me all these crazy thoughts. The Lord took your mama and now, the, now your son has walked out on you. What you gonna do now? It ain't worth it. See, if he was, and, and this is the enemy. The enemy was saying, well, if he loved you, he would have sent you a mate by now. And you don't need a mate because you know what? Just go ahead and end it all and end it all. And you know, I just began to weep and cry. And began to just call God's name. And I remember just calling Jesus, 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 Jesus. Because the enemy was trying to overtake me. And in mm-hmm. that moment, sometimes you got to get snot nose. You ain't got to worry about your hair. You yes. can't worry about your sweated out your eyelashes, yes. your makeup. You can't yes. worry about with your, your work clothes, the suits you have on. I just remember yes. hearing God say, listen, you have so much power. When you begin to open your mouth, God said, take the mute off. 
stop walking around here muted because you scared what people going to say. So when I took the mute off, that was my Cinderella thing that I have from a voice. I can say, I can say no, I can say yes, I can say wait, I can say be patient, you know. And I learned that that was my Cinderella thing. That August of 20, 2018, when the enemy tried to take me out of here, I knew I had power. I said, oh, Lord, I know there must be a destiny on my life because this enemy is trying to use my mom's death and my son going to college, trying to take me out of here. And God said, the next step that I need to do, he said, I need you to free some people. So that 28, December of 2018, December the 31st, we was at church. Um, that's getting ready to bring the new year in, as we call it, the, uh, at night watch service. And God said, you're going to be the worship leader. They're going to act, pastors going to ask you to be worship leader. But when you become the worship leader, I'm going to take over. And I'm like, oh, my God, you know, God, just, you know, whatever, whatever. <laughs> and so when I got there and I was beginning the worship leader, I shared my, didn't even know I had shared it until I got up off the floor. I had shared with the congregation, the Reverend Edwina, the, the educated Edwina, the one that's always teaching the women's class and heading up everything. I shared with them that how the enemy tried to take my life. And when I shared that, I kid you not, it was so many people, not women, because I don't believe that my ministry is just women. It, it, it's, it's for everybody. It was so many men and women that walked up to me, not if daughter that walked up to me, but some later text and said, your testimony saved my life because I was about to take my life. What? And it was people what? that I didn't even know. One girl fell in my arms. She said, I was going home to commit suicide tonight what? after we left church. And a guy who was going to a nasty divorce said the same thing. And I knew then that was my Cinderella pet. I said, take the mute <laughs> off your mouth because you don't know how many people you've been holding up because you keep your mouth closed. I need to preach that. Take the mute off. I need to preach that. <laughs> oh my God. This is so powerful. I'm about to go live just to say y'all can't. I can't wait to upload this. I can't. So... Oh my God. So I just want to say thank you, Edwina, for your testimony, for being here, being my first guest on this podcast. Wow, this is amazing. I am truly grateful and humbled and can't wait to see how you can be a blessing to me in ministry because I'm still learning. I'm still a babe in ministry, but uh, been with God for a while. But I'm just so glad. And I'm about to, like, shout this out on Facebook and all these other platforms in a minute. So I just want to tell you thank you and tell everyone out there that how can they find you on social media? Anywhere out there on the Internet, wait. Yes, I can be found on all social media platforms. I have a YouTube channel at Dividing God Ministries. I can be found on Facebook. I can be found on Instagram and Twitter at Divine and God. My YouTube channel is the only one that has ministries on it um, because somebody had a Divine and God YouTube channel and it is not Divine and God. Trust and believe it's not. Um, so I added ministries on for my YouTube channel. But I also can be found on my website at www.dividinggodministries.com. www.dividinggodministries.com. 
divinegodministries.com. So you can find me on all of those. Um, and I love, I talk back to people. People send me messages. And so you can reach me and I'll message you back. I've had people to, you know, just say, you just don't know. I love the Tuesday talks. You just don't know what was going on in my life and da-da-da-da-da. So I am, you know what, I am just a servant. I'm a willing vessel. That's all I am. I'm a willing vessel. Don't always get it right all the time, but I thank God for Calvary. I thank him for sending his only begotten son. So I just want to bless you, Amika. I'm just excited for what God is going to do to you. And I don't want to prolong this um, podcast interview, but I just see so much thing because I'll start prophesying and we won't ever get off here. <laughs> but I just see great things in your life, great things in your ministry. And so I, I love you dearly. Love you dearly. Oh, I love you too. Um, Edwina, thank you so much again. And I just want to tell everyone that they can find me on all social media platforms. I am Amika the First. You can check out my Facebook at Amika Adams I or the First. And let's see. Well, ladies, I guess that's it. And stay tuned in for the next um, um, podcast. I'm so, like, tongue twisted right now. This is just awesome. Uh, and so it's just okay. remember, ladies, that, that you too can have the Cinderella effect too. <laughs>